Welcome to episode number seven on the Traders Improve podcast. Today we talk about how indicators can significantly improve the way you understand technical analysis. All right, so we are back here already and I'm really starting to enjoy this uh, podcast format. So you can expect a lot of more podcasts in the coming days, weeks, months. And I did a Facebook Live and Instagram Live today where I just did a regular Q&A for the traders that follow me. And one trader after the event messaged me that he said, um, yeah, why you said you're a professional trader? Why do you say um, or why do you use indicators? Indicators don't work. Indicators are lagging and they just provide in general bad um, trading signals. Okay, fair enough. Um, I asked the trader what indicator he was talking about specifically, and he was saying generally all indicators. But um, I really wanted to get a little bit deeper, and I asked him, so what indicator has he been using in the past, and what problems did he occur, or what problems did he face? And uh, he said he was using the RSI indicator um, for trend following and also for reversal trading, and he said his or the signals were always too late or too early. Okay, um, not always will indicators work, obviously, but I wanted to ask um, a very important question. And I asked the trader, have you ever taken the time out to really understand what the indicator is doing? Have you ever taken the time to look at the formula that the indicator is using to analyze price action? Do you know exactly which price points, which data points the indicator, the RSI uses to calculate the values for for the indicator and for the indicator graph. And obviously, of course, the answer is no. Um, I have talked to hundreds and hundreds of traders over the past years, especially since we started Trade Society, and very frequently this question comes up or people throw the statement at me, indicators don't work, indicators are lagging, and they just provide bad signals. I always ask them have they ever, if they have taken the time to analyze the formula, and I have yet to meet a trader who really takes the time to trying to t- dissect the indicator and looking at the formula. And then I asked the traders, yeah, so do you even know how the indicator is um, calculating the values or what, what the, why the indicator is showing a certain value? And um, traders don't know it. They just believe that if the indicator is going down, um, the trend is down, and if the indicator is very low, then there's a good chance that the market will reverse. This is how traders sadly use indicators, and this is sadly how people think indicators work. Um, I think, and I have seen it in my trading and in the, tra- in the trading of a few traders that I've mentored, that once a trader really takes a little bit of time out to understand or to look at formulas of different indicators, his trading will completely shift in in a way that the trader never even imagined it was possible. Because once you look at how indicators analyze data, you will suddenly get new ideas and you will suddenly understand technicals in a much, much deeper and a much, much more sophisticated way. For example, the RSI indicator, when it's set to the default period of 14, it will analyze how many of uh, of the 14 candles are bearish, how many are bullish, And how is the ratio between the bearish and the bullish candles? If, for example, uh, over the past 14 candles, 
all 14 candles are bearish and they have very small wicks, then the indicator, the RSI, will be close to zero. If, the, if the, over the past 14 candles, all the candles were bullish, then the indicator will be close to 100. If over the past 14 candles, seven of the candles were bullish, seven were bearish, and they have roughly the same size, then the indicator, the RSI, will be in the middle somewhere at the 50 level. So the RSI indicator analyzes how much is the price moving and how is the um, how is the ratio between the bulls and the bears, the, the bearish and the bullish candles. So this is already a good starting point if you want to analyze price action. Then you can take it one step deeper. When is the RSI showing a divergence, for example? The RSI is showing a divergence, for example, if you have a trend wave with 14 very strong candles to the upside, and then you have a correction wave, and then the next move to the upside is weaker. When the second trend wave um, is shorter than the first one, which means that there are probably less bullish candles, the ratio is more evened out uh, compared to the first trend wave, then the RSI will show a lower reading for the second part of the, of the price action. And this is then giving you the divergence. And this is really how you then suddenly start to understand, okay, this is a very interesting way how I should and could analyze the markets. This is really what the RSI is showing me. This is really what a divergence means. It means that the trend waves are becoming smaller. The, the ratio of the bulls and the bears is slowly shifting. And this is really then, you can then at one point, after I've used the RSI for years and years, um, now I can pull up any chart, any time frame, any time, I can, and I can always tell you what is the RSI value at this point because I know how it is calculated. Um, or looking at the stochastic indicator is a very, very popular one. But no one knows how the stochastic is calculated. They put it on and then they will look for oversold and overbought and then short when it's overbought, they will buy when it's oversold. Completely the wrong approach. And it shows, or if the trader, if a trader is following such an approach where he's using a tool without understanding completely and without having taken the time to try to understand the tool, how it is calculating the values, the trader does not deserve to be profitable. That's just, that's the truth. If you're using something um, to make a price analysis and you don't know what the thing you're using is doing, um, then yeah, you should not call yourself a trader. It's like when, a, uh, when somebody wants to build a house, you have your construction guys over and then they don't know the tools. Um, they just randomly pick a tool and they just use it for whatever is just what they want to do. Um, you, your house will, yeah, it just won't exist because you need to know the tools. You need to know when to use them, how to use them. So let's come back to the um, stochastic. So let's say we have a fast stochastic um, where the stochastic indicator analyzes the past five candles. And the stochastic indicator, what does it do? It analyzes how close to the top or how close to the bottom has the candle, the last candle closed. Um, so let's say, for example, the past five candles, they have a low of uh, $60. The highest point in, uh, of the, five, or the, of the uh, five candles is $100. 
Uh, so you have a range of 40 roughly um, between the low and the high. Well, not roughly. You have, a <laughs> you have the distance between 60 and 100 is uh, 40. And let's say the last candle, the fifth candle, is, has closed at the value of 95. So the candle closing at 95 has almost closed at the highest point, just $5 under the highest point. The stochastic in this case will give you a reading of 88%. Why? Because it has closed only 12% from the absolute high of that range. This is how the indicator and how the stochastic is doing its calculations. So it takes a previous price range and then it looks how close has it closed to the top or the bottom. If, for example, you're in a downtrend and the price is closing at the very low of the past five candles, if you have set it to a, um, a slow stochastic, then you will get a very, very low, probably an oversold reading. And then you suddenly realize, oh, wait a minute. When the indicator or when the stochastic is high, when it's overbought, it does not mean that the price is likely to reverse. It means that the market is pushing very, very strongly to the upside and the price is closing at the very extremes of the current range. Then it means that um, you suddenly realize, huh, the stochastic is not showing overbought as a reversal. It is showing overbought as a trend-following signal to the upside. Of course, there are other things that you need to consider and just using one indicator to make price um, or trading um, decisions is not going to give you good results, but you see how this approach differs significantly from how people in general approach technical analysis and how they use indicators. They just use an indicator, see that Maybe they get a good trade and then they lose a bunch of money and then they will just come to the conclusion, ah, oh, the indicator is not working. And then they will move on without ever taking even one minute to look at what is the indicator even doing. That's not going to give you or that's not how you become a trader. Again, I can't stress this importance um, or the, the importance of this point. You need to really understand the tools that you are using. You need to really take out the time to understand and Look at the formula, understand when is the indicator high, when is it low, and why is it that case. And you will also understand, or you will take, uh, you will, you will take new conclusions to your own trading. You will be able to see what you have learned in by looking at the indicator formulas and see, okay, this is an interesting way how I can put the different data points together. I can look at how close is the price closing to the lows, how are wicks and how, uh, yeah, how are wicks. Um, impacting the formula, are wicks dangerous or are wicks um, not dangerous, how should I put the different points into perspective, uh, into context together, the highs and the lows, and the candle size, very, very important. And then you move away from this, um, what I want to do, I call it surface-level technical analysis, basically, because most traders, they just scratch the surface of what technical analysis is. They believe, okay, technical analysis is, I draw a line, then I wait for price to get there, and then I short. Or they look for a pin bar, and then I automatically say, okay, a pin bar means short. And this is how people approach their trading. This is what I call surface level. Um, they, yeah, That's just not going to cut it. That's not how you become a trader. You're just hoping to somehow stumble over something that can make you money. But truth to be told, you will never find anything that just makes you money right away because you don't put in the time. You just don't deserve it then. And... To end this podcast on a good note, <laughs> uh, I don't want to be this all depressing. The good news is that you can turn this around. There is nothing, uh, This it is doable. You can just 
start taking the time out, 30 minutes a day, try to understand the indicator. It is not hard. The indicators, they don't use complex math. It is very easy to understand them. And your technical analysis knowledge and the way you look at charts will completely transform. Uh, that's almost guaranteed. I promise you that. And if you really want to take trading seriously, this is how you can improve your uh, skills as a technical trader. So I need to, to improve as well as I uh, recognized in the past. I need to improve how to wrap those trades, uh, how to wrap those episodes up um, because I get into the rambling mode. So without further ado, make sure to follow us or to follow me on the social media channels. It's always at Trade Society or just go over to tradesociety.com. Uh, I hope you enjoyed this podcast and it was not too, well, it's not depressing, but I just want to wake people up to give them a little bit of a different perspective what trading could be instead of just this shallow and yeah, surface level thinking. Um, okay, <laughs> enough. And I will catch you in the next epi episode. And until then, happy trading. Stay safe. Stay safe.